I had a phone call the other night with a young man and his mom. And he's a senior in high school, a great player. He had some All-State honors after the season. He had a lot of adversity stacked up against him before the season. But he was super resilient. He pushed through it and got through it. And he was watching other kids get offers and it didn't let it get to him. And what I love the most is that he controlled what he could control. Lo and behold, he found himself positioned to start getting heavily recruited towards the end of last year. Basically, what it's all evolved to now is that he has had two FCS programs very interested in him. Giving him the runaround now, though, saying, hey, we really like you. We are figuring it out. If there are some scholarship dollars for you or athletic aid, we'll let you know as soon as we get that figured out, right? Shifting numbers around. And you're going to hear that from time to time from a college program. Then, somewhat out of the blue, a big D1 program comes in and offers him a preferred walk-on spot. They go the whole nine yards. They invite him to campus and they tour him through the facilities. They wine and dine him, minus the wine, (laughs) so to speak. And now the young man is looking at committing to this big D1 program as a PWO or a preferred walk-ons. Now, a couple of things about this story. One, you can argue that he's not getting offered an actual scholarship, so this is silly, blah, blah, blah. It's not about that. It's about getting the opportunity to play. It's about getting the opportunity to play where you want to play. And if you haven't realized it by now, if there's someone that hasn't actually followed the podcast and listened to all these amazing stories of recruiting, each recruiting experience is different. So... As I spoke to this family in particular, I I offered them quite a bit of advice. I wanted to share some of the things that we went over. As in my opinion, I think it's very relevant to anyone out there who is getting offered a walk-on spot. So first and foremost, there's a lot of confusion about what a preferred walk-on means or PWO, as you might see it on social media. And I think when I talk about this, I'm going to break some people's bubbles, but a walk-on spot is a walk-on spot. Typically, there's no any, you know, there's no extra perks that come with a PWO. It's just a fancy way of saying, you have a walk-on spot with us if you want it. And in my experience, it's a way to make recruits feel like there's more value in the offer. But in reality, It's just a walk-on spot. (laughs) And I've said it in episodes before, and it hasn't changed. It didn't change since then. It hasn't changed uh, before then. PWO is a PWO or or a walk-on spot. At the D1 level, a scholarship is full ride or nothing, right? So literally at the D1 level, it's full ride or nothing. So if you are being off, if you aren't being offered a scholarship, you are a walk-on. But here is something to consider. The treatment for the walk-ons of old is not the same treatment for the walk-ons of today. I specifically remember taking a trip to Oregon when I was a junior in high school. So I was going to a junior day at University of Oregon. The only reason I was able to make it there, and I have to say this, (laughs) the only reason I was able to 
even able to go was because of my brother Sione and my mother. Uh, they made it possible for me to go. So my brother Sione and I, we made the trip to Eugene just via driving. It was a crazy trip altogether. Uh, maybe we'll have to have him on and talk through that at one point because it was hilarious. But uh, we decided to save some money when we got there, and we bunked up with a guy on the team named Thor Peely. So Thor Peely was playing at the University of Oregon at that time. He was actually a Utah native, uh, and he was bunked up with Halotingata. So at one point, I shared a room with the legend Halotingata, and I had a lot of crazy stories I heard about that dude. It was awesome. Uh, Haloti, if you're listening, I would absolutely love to have you on the podcast. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Thor had talked to us a lot about what the experience was like for walk-ons. And he pointed out, a very, or he painted a very depressing picture of how the scholarship guys would be sitting down, eating in the cafeteria, and walk-on guys would be staring through the windows like, wow, I really wish I could have some food right now. <laughs> uh, because they weren't invited in to eat. They weren't on scholarship. Today is much different. In fact, usually the only difference between a walk-on player and a scholarship player is the actual quote-unquote scholarship. And we talked about scholarships before, what it entails normally, tuition and fees, books, room and board, transportation. And back then, so back in Thor's times and Halti's times, uh, I know programs where walk-ons got hand-me-down gear. Uh, they couldn't attend meals, just like I talked about. And resources were just very limited for walk-on guys. But at some point, the narrative changed, and walk-on guys now get many of the same perks a scholarship guy gets. So all the swag, like all the gear that's being given out, uh, all meals, and along with that, a lot of nutritional support and help, uh, academic support, so like tutors, mentors, etc. And in some programs that have the funding for it, Walk-ons will get money if the school is not in session, but they are required to be on campus for team purposes, right? So if the team's like, hey, you have to be here for team meetings, but school's not actually going on, then the athletic program or the football program can actually pay for them to be there. So some, in some instances, they actually get some money. So I think it goes without saying, in this podcast, I have much respect for walk-ons. And in my opinion, some of the best stories that I've had on this podcast were from guys that have walked on. And if you've listened to those stories, many of them have talked about how they earned a scholarship at some point during the collegiate athletics career they had. So to answer your question, and I know a lot of people want to know, and they, and they have seen it, hopefully you've seen it at some point on social media, because usually it's a huge spectacle for a program to talk and flaunt about it. But it is very much possible for a scholarship to be awarded to a walk-on player. However, from my experience, players that walk-on usually have to stick with it for a minimum of three years before earning a scholarship. So that's generalized, that's average, and that's based on my experience. It does not come easy. <laughs> like that scholarship does not come easy. If you go back and listen to some of those episodes, which there's plenty of them, amazing ones, you will hear how these guys grinded for it, just absolutely fought for it. So for all you walk-ons out there, all you walk-on routers, I like to call you, <laughs> 
Here's some unsolicited advice as you journey through your walk-on experience. First and foremost, there is no room for error as a walk-on. Your academics need to be on point. You cannot, I mean cannot, bring the GPA of the team down. I have seen walk-ons get dismissed from a program for doing poorly in academics. Flat out, that's the truth. And at some point, you may have heard someone say, early is on time. But for you, as a walk-on, early is not enough. You better be the first one in and the last one out. <laughs> so I'm going to share a, a very real story. This is factual. When I was working at University of Oregon, we were taking the whole team to a movie. Okay, so going to the actual movie theater, rented out the theater, uh, got a bunch of snacks. It was, it was awesome. It was going to be an awesome experience. We usually did it before games. However, this particular time, there was a kid who was a walk-on on the team. He was invited to travel with the team. And as we loaded the bus and got ready to go, we noticed he was missing. And about two to three minutes in, uh, we get a call from the head coach. And the head coach says, leave him. So close the bus doors and we get on our way. We hear the kids that he, we hear that he's coming. He's saying that he's coming and he missed the bus. And then the next phone call from the head coach after that was he's off the team, kick him off the team. And yeah, that was it. He was kicked off the team. It was done. So long story short, I'll say it again. You may have heard someone at some point say early is on time and you'll probably hear it in whatever program you go to as a walk-on. But for you, it's not enough to be early. You need to be the first one in and the last one out. The next one that I have for you, take advantage of all the resources that are there. Okay. Again, you get a lot of the same resources that these scholarship guys are getting or gals, depending on what sport you're in. Okay. Take advantage of it. Take advantage of it. You should be taking all you can home. If there's a team meal and you get to eat, bring some Tupperware, man. <laughs> Load up your backpack, get a to-go box, save your money, especially if you have parents, which I know a lot of people have. And I have so much respect for the walk-on guys that are going through this. But save your money, man. Save your money and just take the food home as much as you possibly can. Usually, programs stock up on snacks, they stock up on supplements, and you should be using every bit of that that you can. And you should be asking for more. Take it home. Stock up your own little pile of what you need to survive. And before you go complaining about, I don't want to be eating the same granola bars that are stocked up in the team room every, every day, like just realize that that's a perfect way to save some money. And it's there literally for that reason. Uh, I know coaches too that will stock up their rooms, their offices with just you know, everything you can imagine. A cup of noodles, snacks, treats, pretzels. I mean, I've seen it all, I feel like. But those coaches put that there for a reason too. If you are hungry and you need it, go get it. It's specifically there for you, even though they put it in their office, quote unquote, for them. It's for you. Go get it. Now, here's the next one who's extremely important. I mean, extremely important as well. Be known for the right reasons. Everyone in the building should come to know who you are. 
they should be saying things like, oh man, that young man, he works hard. That young man, he is extremely respectful. That young man deserves a scholarship. If you only get offered a walk-on spot and you aren't sure you can make it happen financially, you should accept the offer and figure it out next. Okay. Most times football programs can help you identify some type of aid, right? So whether it be academic scholarships, uh, multicultural scholarships, if you fit within that category, uh, if you can go, obviously they'll take you through the financial aid office and you can apply for FAFSA or in some cases that comes with grant and aid where you can actually get a lot of free money that way. I mean, there's ways, long story short, there's ways for you to make it if you choose to go the walk-on route and you actually struggle financially. And I know people are probably going to get tired of me talking about this by now, but one of those ways, one of those things that you can possibly do is NIL. And it's just obvious. NIL has changed the game completely in a lot of ways. And I don't know if there's any collectives that are doing this as of yet, but I suggested it to one just last year. Uh, And I wouldn't be surprised to see collectives start allotting some money or some dollars aside to expand the scholarship numbers, to basically expand roster spots that are paid spots. So if they use some of those dollars to basically help on walk-ons, help out walk-ons is what I'm saying. Now, in my opinion, it would justify the title of PWO or preferred walk-on as if there was some money involved with that. Now, even if that doesn't happen, there's still ways to actually make money as a walk-on. One in particular is through this video platform that I use. It's called Athletes TV. You could easily set up an account. And I don't know, I, 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 athletes should be doing this way more. But you could easily set up an account and literally ask family, friends to donate to your cause through the account. And in return, just post some videos of you going through the hustle. In most cases, there was a lot of people, most cases from a recruiting standpoint, I mean, There was a lot of people who supported you and helped you through your recruiting journey. There are many of those people who would still like to help you through your recruiting journey. A few bucks a month won't hurt their wallet, but it will make a big difference to your wallet. So I definitely recommend this platform I used to bring in some extra bucks. Even if you just bring up some popular videos, you'll get some ads laid over top of it. And you'll make money way faster on this platform than you'll make on YouTube or any other platform. So just some things to wrap up as a, as a reminder. A walk-on spot is a spot. Don't take it for granted. But understand, there's no difference between a PWO and a WO, <laughs> so to speak. So if you get a walk-on spot, and you take a walk-on spot. Remember, there is zero room for error. Stand out, show out, and everything else will take care of itself in due time. And if you aren't sure if you can swing it financially, reach out for help. Call the program that offered you. Call me. 
I'm happy to help you understand what may be available to you from a financial standpoint. That's all for today. Love you guys. Have a great week. Peace out.